All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey everybody, Brent Wallace alongside former NHL players Jason York and Bobby Ryan. And uh, before we begin, gentlemen, I just wanted to uh, ask Yorkie, how was your birthday weekend? Uh, not bad, not bad. That my uh, actually the best part of my weekend. My daughter got engaged yesterday, so oh, that uh, no, that made the uh, yeah that made the birthday uh, birthday weekend great. Besides that, though, I got my uh, my usual key lime, homemade key lime pie every year. My wife, uh, beautiful wife, Laurel, makes me a nice key lime pie, which is my favorite, and uh, got some golf in Friday. So, all in all, great, great little weekend. Wow. Yeah, tough weekend, Did you bring eh? up Raphael? Did he show up for a little Our, surprise? Oh, man. That Raphael, the Mexican bartender, he, w- he would complete any <laughs> any birthday weekend <laughs> actually actually you know what i did you'll 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 relate to this bob but i don't know if you were ever a club thrower so i get a call <laughs> i got vid- i got vid- i got video evidence can't wait this for too. this so uh i'm on my way to my uh to my friend's house uh, saturday night it's in canada uh he was having a little birthday get together for me uh nice bottle of camus bob by the way i'll crack the bottle of camus so i get a call from my son he's like dad Golfing in the rain, club slipped out of my hands, golf club stuck in a tree, brand new driver. So the golf course is on the way. 
This isn't stuck in a like any ordinary tree. It's 70 feet in the air. Like 70 feet. So I, I get the, the superintendent over. Yeah. yeah. We get ladders. We've got we've got uh Christmas light extenders. Two hours, couldn't get it down. Had to go back the next morning. I have video evidence of this. I'll probably I'll get it up later. Pool, you know those pool extenders? We got two of those yeah. duct tape duct taped together. So we're basically got 60 feet of extensions and we're up on a ladder picking away at this tree. And finally, after 20 minutes, the golf club comes down. So, and it wasn't thrown. It, it was backswing, slippery, up into the top, uh, very top branch of this <laughs> tree. Crazy, crazy. That is a way better, yeah. That's a way better weekend than I had. Yeah, <laughs> uh, key lime pie no, and Wally, I got no golf clubs. I got nothing. Um, and I've been awake for about twelve minutes now. So <laughs> that's it. So it's not. So neither one it, of you, by the way, have read the nerd report. Correct? I read it this morning. Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see how this goes. Um, and Yorkie, there it is. Is there? There. There's no video um, evidence that he didn't throw the club. By the way, There's no video evidence, no. but I, I did. I, if you're a physics person, which I'm not, but I'll pretend to be, <laughs> there's no way, there's no way you could have thrown it this high. And from the tee box, from the tee <laughs> box, because he's a lefty, you swing and the follow through. I could see how he would do it when the club, because the club can slip out of your hands when it's wet. I just don't know how it got oh, yeah, this yeah, high. Yeah. Like this okay. is, I'm talking, this is like a hundred feet in the air. I, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send Alex a video right now. We'll, you guys will be It's like amazed. when a stick explodes. Exactly. Um, All right. The only – so, well, there was one time – I'm not a very good golfer. I don't know if you guys can pick that up or not. But um, I was in the woods, and I played out, or I tried to, and it didn't go very well. So I hit my club and hit it against a tree. I bent it, but the way I bent it became my best club I had in my bag. I bent my seven eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it into a five, and it was just bent the proper yeah, way. I, was it was I loved it, it ever yeah. since. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> just a hooded anyway, five that's iron. That's how good now. my golf game is. So, uh, if we ever play, I will need to get like the club pro if there's a foursome for me because there's no chance that I would beat you guys. Yeah. My game's a mess <laughs> right now, so you might. Why? Driver issues, man. I can't get off the tee right now. I mean, what it, do you it, drive off the it, tee? What's that? What do you drive normally off the tee? Um, two seventy-five. Pretty good. Yeah, two seventy. Yeah, two seventy, two seventy-five. Yeah. Uh, carry. That's a carry. Uh, yeah. Did you guys watch? Did you play Oakmont? I think Clark MacArthur used to be a member. Yeah, I was going to say, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, shitter's and, full. Yeah, me and me and oh. the Grizz played there. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. He lives on. Um, he lives on number eight, I think. Did he uh, go this weekend? No. You know what? I sent four messages. Never heard back. <laughs> um, never will. Yeah, he. He's in uh, witness protection. Uh, how pissed is the PGA right now? Hey, how pissed yes. is the PGA right now? Yeah. Kapka's yeah. coming up. Just. 
give me that yeah, trophy. They're not happy. Eh? Like, like of all the majors, of all the majors to win, take the one that signifies the PGA and hold up that trophy right there. And the, you read the best part of it, too, if, you, if you're a Kepka fan. He's going to have enough points to be on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah. So they're going to have yeah. they have to let him on the team. And they've already they have said no the choice. Stuff. What else they got the do? choice? Yeah. How about that? Two tourneys. He's already got enough FedEx points. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. I watched golf all day yesterday, seven hours. Did you play that course when you went with to see Clarkey? Yeah, I did. I yeah. Um, so I drove out of the way um, in Darlene. Darlene was the name of the uh, RV that we had for years there. Um, and yeah, we took Darlene over, played, and uh, pulled it right into Clark MacArthur's driveway and played played the next day. What a what a golf course, though, man! It's incredible, incredible golf yeah. course. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They had it wasn't yeah. they had the PGA there about uh, uh, twelve years ago, didn't they? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah, that was when. Uh, yeah, was that Keegan Bradley that won that? I think or so. uh, Jason Duffner, I think. Yeah, beautiful uh, course. I went up and like I went seven up times. I went up and watched it. That's a that's a beautiful track. Outstanding. It's a good looking. Yeah, it's a good golf course by far. Top five. All right, for let's me. move on. Okay. Uh, you're not enjoying the golf talk, Wally? <laughs> no, I am. I am. But yeah, right. Wait. Oh, oh, here. Oh. Here's the video evidence. Mark, okay. Oh, look, my look, look how Look how far this pole extends. <laughs> you can't. There's my brother in law, Mike. Uh, there's Brian. He's got the pole. Look at this thing. That's going up so, like. <laughs> is that in your golf bag? You know what's <laughs> That's, that's my ball that's my ball retriever i carry no that's uh, we had this i had to go to my brother-in-law's we had to get his two pool extenders extend them totally like 30 feet each and then duct tape them together with sticks used as splints to, like it was crazy but uh you know the best anyway, part of this yorkie i so i call yorkie yesterday uh to ask about something and he goes and he's out of breath I, so he's like, I'm outside. I'm working with my brother-in-law. Doesn't mention a thing about him trying to get a club out of a tree 70 feet high. <laughs> I thought he was doing yard work. <laughs> this is yard work. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I'm just going to Venmo you four bucks, bud. Is it, <laughs> it's a one, but just, just let it go. Yeah. It uh, became it became like we had the Mission Impossible music going. It, it's not about the money. It's like when it's you just it's there you can see it it's a challenge yeah. and and at this stage in my life i enjoy a good challenge not a lot going on <laughs> God, it's a Fair half enough. stroke man just just drop one uh, <laughs> but oh, it's i gotta i gotta it's, it's your it's a driver it's his favorite club oh yeah yeah i got a big match today by the way big dinner match tonight yeah. we don't play for money we only play for food it's always for dinner. Is it with, is it with your brother? Uh, or is no. he busy signing contracts? No, he's still in Arizona. I got a message at him. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? People need to know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out all, all show to see yeah, if I can get some for dinner at Moxie's. Oh man, Moxie's would be great right now. <laughs> <laughs> They've changed the menu. Got it tight. What? Um, uh, we'll talk about that later. 
I used to, uh, I've golfed with the chef of uh, Moxie's, uh, the executive chef one time. We were staying friends ever since. Chef at, you're not a chef at Moxie's here. <laughs> well, you didn't go to that Moxie's tournament, did you? Moxie, well, you, well, you didn't oh. go to that Moxie's tournament, did you? No, they had to shut Back that down. I heard yeah, about that. It got out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Caused a couple of issues. Um, <laughs> all right. You know what? We're just, we're just, we're moving. I don't even have a segue. We're just moving on. Uh, we're going to go right <laughs> to our uh, partner reads and then we're going to get into some uh, perhaps front office positions. Um, hang on. Uh, Botano, uh, I just want to say, as our show is always presented by our good friends at Botano, go to botano.ca, visit the, uh, Website or download the app. Their state-of-the-art app is award-winning, the fastest, most user-friendly and advanced betting app for your mobile or tablet. Uh, have the amazing world of sports always with you at Botano. Hundreds of betting options for events. And try same-game parlays with BetBuilder. Also, live in-game betting and the most competitive odds on the market. Botano, uh, the game starts now. And you can go check who the Stanley Cup favorite odds are at the moment. And you'd be so shocked that it's the two teams up 2-0 in the conference finals. Uh, Yorkie's next. Okay. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. I wanted Bobby to. BEI, Bonisher Excavating Services, contractor. Um, big thanks to our sponsors from day one, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Um, don't forget to slow down in traffic zones. When planning your next project, consider BEI on your aggregate supply needs. Um, and that's it. Don't forget. Uh, what do they have going on on Fridays, or is that just Renfrew? Uh, the ice is out, so uh, there's no, no more hockey uh, right no now hockey. for the boys at BR. Yeah, well, no, I gotta get on planning that team a big wedding. Year. Oh yeah, so, nice. Yeah, nice. so uh, the owner is busy; he doesn't have time for hockey right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, York. Thank you. <laughs> As always, this show. Held together loosely by Renfro Pro, the original hockey tape. It's Pro Blade XT cloth hockey tape. It's hand terrible. It's moisture resistant. It helps with puck control. It's available at all major retailers as well as at RenfroPro.com. It's the one with the green core. Use what the pros use. Um, reminder that uh, free tape Fridays, you can always tag them. Um, flip that thing, man. <laughs> i need that like, when's yeah, it coming free tape friday yeah. yep um run for pro feel the game give them a follow at run for pro tag your teammates for unlimited entries and then share your story for 10 more bonus entries and um uh, the one with the green core run for pro all uh, also i'd like to point out uh if you go on their website you can uh, get 10 percent off your first order so uh give them a shout also uh, AG1, uh, Athletic Greens. If you uh, uh, want to order AG1, go to their website, uh, slash coming in hot, and you will get a free gift when you sign up. Uh, there you go. So, also, before I just want to point out uh, thank you to all our partners. Uh, without that, sh their, their support, we don't have a show. So, uh, thank you to all of them. Okay. Uh, let's start with. Uh, do we do the sales stuff and get it out of the way? I'm tired of the sales stuff. However, Yorkie yeah. and Bobby, we know it's coming down, hopefully to an end. Perhaps this yeah. week we will find out who is going to be the guy, or I should say the uh, the group. Um, should we be surprised that it's 
I'm going to go. I think it's still Michael Andlauer. I know it doesn't matter what I think or it matters what they do with the sale, but I still think it's Michael Andlauer, the guy that you never hear from, haven't heard a peep from, just the way Gary likes it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, from day one, this is what I've heard about Michael Andlauer. If you're talking about a because a, there's been so much talk about what's going to happen with advertising the team with the Ryan Reynolds angle and now with all the celebrities. This is what people have to remember. At the end of the day, in a Canadian market, it's about winning and it's about hockey first. And when I think of Michael Adler, he wants to buy the Ottawa Senators. And I'll tell you the number one reason, because he wants to win a Stanley Cup. And that's all he cares about. He wants to win a Stanley Cup. So if you're thinking of what's best for the Ottawa Senators, it's, it's winning. And especially with the team they have right now. And I'm sure all the same groups are the same too. But you... You didn't really hear those reasons from the other groups. It was more about this. This is going to get done. The publicity. This can get done. But to me, man, like, I'll I'll say this too about doing because there's been so much talk about players and Bob. Maybe you can talk to this. Would you really want the cameras on twenty four seven when you're going no. about your daily <laughs> when you're going about your no. daily when you're going about your daily business in the NHL? There's a lot of stress. And there's and people wouldn't think oh, you're in the NHL. It's fun. Well, no. Like it's, when things are going bad, and it's these stories are great and the storytelling. And uh, but the thing is, there's always somebody that gets painted as a jackass. So imagine how nervous you are. <laughs> yeah, What's yeah. gonna happen when this story comes out? Am I gonna be the one that looks like Brett? Like 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 look at like how how happy do you think Kepka was when when full swing was finished? Like it made him look like he wasn't happy with that. And that's imagine you're like you're. You got a job to do. You're paid millions of dollars to do it. Now you got to worry about what you're going to look like on TV. Like, I don't know yeah. about you, but I don't uh, know if I, I don't know if I'd want. I don't know if I'd want that. I just don't know if I'd want that. I I I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Um, I I just hope it's just get it done. Just so the players can yeah. play. That's basically it. Yeah. At this point, you know, just let the players. The point play. is, but my, my point is, I just want to see a group come in that cares about winning and that wants to win a Stanley Cup. And I think all the groups do. But for me, that's first and foremost. And I think that's kind of been lost with all the yeah. celebrity talk and all this. The most important person to buy this team is someone that's going to want to win and someone that's going to want to make this franchise get a Stanley Cup. Because that's what the city wants. Number one, that's what the city wants. And I think that's been forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. Two points. Uh, one, I, and I'll get back to the 24 seven uh, documentary. Um, the first thing is, and you brought it up about winning and I've seen this on Twitter and social media about why would you want Michael Andlauer who owns part of the Montreal Canadians and owns a Hamilton, uh, actually they still in Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton, uh, junior team. And I'm like, because he's a hockey guy. Do you think he's going to cheer for the Montreal Canadiens once yeah. he's sold and is the owner of the Ottawa Senators? Bobby Ryan yeah. doesn't cheer for the Anaheim Ducks when he's playing for the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> I don't understand this nonsense. So why would we want a guy that's already owned a hockey team? Because he's going to sell it. And then he's going yeah. to buy yeah. the Ottawa Senators and want to win a Stanley Cup. You don't think he'd want to stick yeah. it to the Montreal Canadiens? Yeah. yeah. Here it is. I own this team, and now I'm the Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, I just, and I'm sure I don't the same understand thing. this nonsense. And the same thing is, like, I know, I know that's why he wants to buy the team, but I'm sure that's the same with the Kimmel Group. I'm sure they're from Toronto. Uh, they live in Toronto, but 
if they buy the Ottawa Senators, they're going to want the same thing. When like people want to win, people have money. They have money for a yep. reason because they're competitive people, and they've done well in life. It's it's yep. not it's not by luck. It's not by chance. But um, no, I just I think that people have to get back to thinking about that, like winning, and and especially in this town. In this town, you have to win. You have to win because yeah. if you don't. It's it's I don't care how nice your building is after a couple of years that shine rubs off and you're not going to sell it out. You got to win in Ottawa. You really do. It does. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. See, Yorkie, I think you just need to be competitive. There was a couple of years that Ottawa if wasn't in conversation, though. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Like yeah. I, in a playoff picture, well, this is all I think that the city wants. Yes, yes. If you're a young yeah. team, if you're a young team that's get moving on the up and up, but then if you come in and you spend, and you spend to the cap, which this team's going to win, and it depends where expectations are. Like if 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 expectations are high, and and you don't meet those expectations, people aren't going to be happy. But at the end of the day, I do agree with you. It's about it's about effort. It's about showing you want to win, and that's going to be really cool for the city, having an ownership yeah. group that, from all reports, is going to spend to the cap that's going to be super exciting that hasn't happened for a long time in this city yep i, really I agree probably since uh, i haven't looked back but i feel like the 07 ish yeah. era was the last time they really got up to the cap um and to the your point about cameras 24 7 here's a couple of things one no such thing as bad publicity right everybody it, once you people know about you then they actually pay attention to you but two you the like I know in the Toronto Maple Leaf series, they had say over what ended up in the in yeah. the all or nothing. I think it was. Uh, so they don't always paint you in a bad light. They try to protect you a little. And then, thirdly, is the cameras aren't on twenty four seven. It's very scripted of when they have time to be around you, and you have to agree yeah. to let them come to your house and all that stuff. So, I'm just gonna yeah. say it's a. It's a lot more scripted than 24-7. For sure. In the locker room, though, in the entire it would be there would be cameras mounted in all the corners so they could see the entire locker room all the time. I will say that. It depends how the team's doing. If 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 things are yeah. going well and and you're losing, like you're not gonna be happy about it. It's different. When, when you're winning, everyone's happy, except for the guys that are getting scratched and the guys in the fourth line. But yeah. for the most part, for the most part, everyone's happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but hey, di yeah. different story when you're losing, man. Which is why yeah. I was shocked the Leafs did that. Because the Leafs have yeah. nothing almost to gain unless they won. If they won the Stanley Cup and had that, it'd be fantastic. But then you just see the implosion. That always seems to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, it's an, <laughs> it's, an, it's, an, it's an interesting conversation because yeah. like, cause we all talk about if Ryan Reynolds bought the team, what he's done with Wrexham. That's a very low-level soccer team that he helped build up. Like If you did something like this in the East Coast League, the guys would love it. Like talking about a journey on the coast yeah. and on the bus, oh, and they would be yeah. because guys that are guys that are making uh, whatever they make on the coast, like fifty grand, are now going to have a chance to to parlay this to maybe something that can generate them income versus a guy in the NHL that's that's making eight million. Oh, okay, well now I'm now I you're not sure. Like I tell you one thing, a guy like Paul Korea, he ain't going to want the camera on him. <laughs> <laughs> A, you imagine you Joe really, really sell it to Paul, wouldn't you? But, but uh, yeah. yeah, but there's always the well, There's always a couple guys in your room that are gonna love it, though. They're gonna be like, there's always those two guys that are just but, gonna love it and eat it up. You know, what, you know, who's gonna love it the most if it, if it does happen is the wives. Like the wives will love it. 
How yeah. do I get on there? Hey, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. Let's be, let's be honest here. No, I'm not starting on this one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. Uh, I think it would be great for Brady Kachuk for sure. It would have been, it uh, would. And, and even Tim Stutzla, I think you'd find out just how entertaining these guys could imagine Zub though. They just walk around. He doesn't say a word for. <laughs> Actually, you know minutes. what? I, you know what? I'd love to see the. It, it's like what, uh, what, what the Drake was talking about. What What does Zub think about? Like when we had Drake on, he's like, "When I just want, I just want to follow this guy home. I see what he does Zuby. when he leaves. Just get the cam on him. All right, I changed my mind. I want it now. I want to see Zub. What goes on okay. behind the scenes? See, okay. Did you watch Welcome to Wrexham? Did, have you watched? Uh, till Sunderland till I, or Sunderland till I die. Have you watched any of those? I was say, yeah, no. I did. I loved it. I loved was it. it. Good? Wrexham. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is it Sunderland? Yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland till, till, I, till die I die was, was fantastic. Yeah. Phenomenal. So, yeah. And I just I, and I just watched uh, binge watched binge watched Welcome to Wrexham the other day. It was really well yeah. done. It got a little. Awesome. I thought a little Hollywood yeah. at one point, but for the most part, that's the one on Hulu, right? Well, I they had it on uh, regular cable here. Whatever. That's why yeah. I watched it. But yeah, okay. it uh, really well done. You see the passion, and nobody really came off as a as a jackass. So I think you can still do it and put it all on the positive spin. Now, unless you start to really tank and everybody starts to get fired and all that stuff, but for the most part, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, right. Like all of a sudden, Cameras it's complete carnage rolling. and everybody's being yeah, everybody's being <laughs> traded out of town. Oh, anyway, boy. I welcome it. And I think that they, I think it should be done anyway, right? I think it should just be done by the Ottawa Senators staff. Like you can still do that. Uh, yeah. I am disappointed. One last thing about the sale. Yeah. I am disappointed that Ryan Reynolds aligned with a group uh, and didn't wait, I think, uh, <laughs> till the sale went through to kind of join. But maybe I'm wrong and I don't understand all the, and I don't know what the inner workings were. I just wish he was still involved. And that's yeah. that's the only thing I feel disappointed in about this uh, process. For him, though, don't like don't you kind of have to? You have to align with somebody. <sighs> excuse me. Um, you have to align with somebody at some point, right? But everybody you wants know. you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think um, I, I, you know. I think the report was that that Remington offered him a, a significant stake in the team. So it was someone's going to do that. Someone's going to do that for you, but who knows? It's it's not over yet. Like this, until mm. until something's announced, like you you never know what could happen at at the last last hour of negotiation. Here, does he jump back in with a group? Like it's you know one thing, the NHL yeah. still really wants him. They still really want him. It's it's just where is he at right now? Um, so we'll see. It's, it's I, I so you'd have to think though. This week's is a very important week, and something's at least something's going to get announced. God, I hope so. It's just getting out of control. <laughs> pretty like, pretty soon it'll be every celeb that wants to be involved. I, anyway, I just <laughs> yeah, just get it over with. Um, but the one thing is, as we continue down this road, it's getting late to make changes uh, at significant levels of this organization. That means yeah. whether it's GM, coach, any of that stuff. And so uh, this can't. But well, this brings me to the point. Of the well, Toronto's gotten 
Toronto's got nobody in the left in their front office. <laughs> See, yes, Shani's doing Shani's coaching the NHL team. Is I know Keith's still there for now, but Shani's pretty well the last man standing. <laughs> He's fired everybody. <laughs> Very interesting uh, times in Toronto. Um, I, so. I don't want to spend time talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs, but it is an interesting thing to watch what just transpired between Kyle Dubas and Brendan Shanahan. Um, do we think that's how it played out? And here's what I think about the whole situation is um, if you are the owner of a business and one of your key people is wavering on what he wants to do, do you not make the change for the betterment of the organization? Did Kyle Dubas just talk himself basically out of that job? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. He literally walked himself out of the job <laughs> based on everything he said. He walked himself right out. Yeah. Um, you're, I'm, I'm, do you feel any differently, Yorkie? Um, something happened because I listened to Shanahan's whole, uh, and I'd, I'm, I'd be very interested to hear Kyle's if he did a, a talk like Shanahan did, that's scripted, that point-to-point, -point, that detailed. It sounded like Shani got pissed off when the agent came back for more money. Mm -hmm. Like, I think yeah. I think that I think that was the, like, hold on a second here. We, I wanted to extend, I wanted to do this, and now you're coming back to ask for more money, and I think that's where, all right, we're done. Um, and I just think Kyle was being honest. Um, like, Maybe yeah. taking a day or two, maybe taking a day or two before addressing the press, and I just think he got caught at a raw moment. And because I'm sure everybody feels that way, man, it's you, you just lose uh, the expect expectations are so high, and you you, you show a little bit of uh, that you're human. And then I I wouldn't think he would get fired for that. I think it was a combination of things. Perhaps I'm sure that was probably in Shanahan's mind that hey, is you know he's talking that it's affecting his family, and now the agents come back for more money. And I think when you added all those things up. Shanahan just said, I'm going to move on. But I, hey, I, I really yeah. want to hear what Dubas has to say um, because there's always two sides to the story. I'm actually way more interested in what Spez has to say because he walked in and. <laughs> yeah, they're. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, I, I want to know what Spez so, is saying, you know? Because you don't well, tender a resignation without. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, so, for, so for sure, here's where it's interesting. For sure. Kyle Dubas is going to be a general manager in the league and him and Spets are going to land somewhere else. Like they're going somewhere yeah. else as a package. Yep. Um, I, I, I like what Kyle did at the deadline. Like I'm on the record for saying so you got Ryan O'Reilly. You brought in Jake McCabe. Uh, you brought in a cherry. I, I think the only thing that didn't work, uh, the goaltending didn't work out, but Samson off, you can't really blame Samson off for the loss. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like yeah, Dubas he what he did. Um, so I, I, I think Kyle is going to land somewhere sooner than sooner than later, and Spets is going with him. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think. I yeah. Um, did Spez tender and and move on because he knows that he's going with Kyle somewhere else, or did he just not want to work in the organization? I like. I'd I'd be really interested to have that conversation yeah. more so than than the GM conversation. It sure nobody it wants sure to appears. Hey, Bobby, it sure appears, though, that if he's doing it that quickly, he's for sure showing his support for Dubas by doing that. It's like, you get getting rid of Kyle? That's, I don't agree. Was, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Like, I, you're, I, you're, you're, yeah. standing, you're standing by your guy, right? 
Yeah. But is that your guy? I don't, I don't know. It's not the guy. It looks, it's not the guy I'd be hitching it to. That's just me. Yeah, it looks that way. And I don't know Kyle, yeah, so I'm just certainly does. Yeah. No. Well, there's a sense of there's a sense of loyalty by from Spets for Dubas giving him the job, right? And I'm wondering, he's grown into that role based on coming into that organization. One, he signed him and all that stuff. So, I think that there's that loyalty. Yeah. But, and I, I think, and Bobby, you play with him, obviously. I think Spets is a very loyal person in general um and he tries to always do for me he always tries to do the right thing and that's what i think he's done is i'm going to go with kyle wherever we go and build this thing and see what it is and listen i i've met kyle a few times briefly doing the the former job but i also know people that work in the organization and he is extremely well liked very smart very articulate um I don't know that anybody's ever said a bad word about Kyle Dubas that has worked for him. And he's very much looks after his employees. I, I think he's very well respected. People can argue all the moves. Absolutely. Hey, listen, I wouldn't have taken the Matt Murray trade in a heartbeat. He thought he could for whatever reason. That obviously stings a little. And the, there's a few others, Peter Morazic and all that stuff. But every GM makes mistakes, that's for sure. Yeah, well. They certainly do, but I, I have never heard a bad word about him either. So, I, and I don't know him from Adam. I, I really don't. Um, yeah. But I have never heard a bad word about him, and that's that's hard to do in the in 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 the hockey world, eh? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's extremely people, hard. People love him. Yeah, yeah. People people absolutely love him. So here's the question, what gentlemen. A, hold on right, a second. What a going to be Houston's first GM. What a what a culture <laughs> shock! What a culture shock that must have been. Lou Amarello out, Kyle Dubas in, like, what's going on with <laughs> Yeah, like, right. <laughs> just total, total, total change. And, and I will say that was a flex by Dubas, right? Dubas said either I get the GM job, it was promised like two years before or something, or I'm leaving. And so they felt they had to make that move. For sure, hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, no, absolutely, Wally. Um, okay, so would you guys want Kyle Dubas as the next general manager of the Ottawa Senators if the position was available? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, no. No. And for no other reason than... um. God, I'm trying to think um, who's out there. So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, 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 I think they got the right guy for what it is right now. But I think in two years that'll change too. Yeah, for me anyway. I'm all about. So for me, I'm all about people that aren't afraid to surround themselves with smart people. And I, mm-hmm. I look around the league at the guys that are successful and. You know, you look at what 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 Eiserman's doing in Detroit. I know they're not there yet, but he's got guys. And that, I know budget constraints are different, but whoever comes in here and if they do make a change, I just want to see. And I know budget constraints for a reason. I want to see a beefed up hockey ops department. I want to see guys around the general manager that are advising and and what they're saying is being taken in. And I, that's how you win in this league. You win. You win with a group of people everybody's throwing ideas at everybody and you bounce ideas and, and like there's, there's no fear of somebody taking your job because it's the old saying people that want to be successful surround themselves usually with people that are smarter than them. And from what I've seen from Mm -hmm. Dubas, I don't know Kyle Dubas. I just, well, I, well, I heard some good things. I heard people like him. It doesn't matter if people like you or not, if, if you want to win in the NHL, because Sometimes to win, you, you got to have, you got to piss people off. But I'm all about certain yeah. guys that, that surround themselves with really smart people. So would I mind Kyle Dubas? I wouldn't because he appears to, to me to be a guy that surrounds himself. He brought in Spets. Spets is a smart hockey guy. A lot of GMs would think, do I really want to bring Jason Spets in? Because this guy might take my job. Because that happens right. a lot in the yep. NHL. Guys, don't forget, you, you get paid a hell of a lot of money to be a general manager, a coach. Why do you think coaches always bring in guys they know? Because they're afraid of getting stabbed in the back. And it's the no mm. it's no different with general managers. So I like the fact he brought I if if it Kyle did come in, I would like to see you know, maybe it's Spezza, maybe it's Alfie, but a like a, a combined force of knowledge that's doing what's best for the team all the time. You just Ottawa's hockey ops department is is so small right now, and I know there's different reasons for that, but it has to get beefed up and bulked up. Um, whoever it is, it, that has to happen for sure, from the top to the bottom. There needs to be a lot more pro scouts uh, and a lot more people in the hockey ops department. So I was gonna say you're not you're not just actually hiring a GM; you're hiring a a whole slew of people, right? Because they yeah you need the entire gauntlet of um, positions for, for the Sens right now. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. Be, you need it, to write. I want Jason Spezza in the organization. 
uh, from what I've covered, and I've covered him since he was 15 years old, and we've chatted and whatever. He and we people all say how smart he is as a hockey guy, uh, and how into this game he is. I want him on the staff. I don't know what it's going to take, yeah. but I would I would make a hard pitch for him in a heartbeat to be an Ottawa Senator. Well, for sure, for sure, new ownership is going to inject some money into the budget to beef to, to, to beef up exactly what I'm talking about and what we're talking about. So it, it's going to be interesting. But like you said, time's ticking. Like drafts coming, and I'm sure uh, the groups that are moving, <laughs> it's moving. All the groups are like, all right, come on, let's get this going. Like because they know too. Like they know there's decisions, and like Ottawa's got a few de- big decisions to make this summer that um, you know, need, are going to need to be done sooner than later. Yeah. The only good news with the draft is they don't have a pick till the fourth round, so they they can they can kind of skip this for now. But it's free agency and it's that stuff that they've got to figure out. And they're not going to have a guy in place. They're not going to be. Well, I shouldn't yeah. say they're not going. To, they have Pierre Dorian in place, but if the new owner comes in, I don't know. Is there time to make the switch? Maybe because if you look at perhaps getting or promoting Ryan Bonus or Trent Mann. Or going out and getting like Eric Tulski is a is a huge name out there from Carolina. Matthew Darsh is another one from Tampa as assistant GM. Those yeah. guys already know the mark. Like they know the league. Yeah. So here's, maybe it's not well, that well, big an adjustment. Yeah. Here's why this here's why this offseason is I think is really important for the Ottawa Senators. If these playoffs have taught me anything or have, have reiterated what I already thought about the NHL. The third line is so important if you want to win in the NHL. Right. And Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa, you look at what's going on in these Stanley Cup playoffs, and I know Ottawa has to get there first, so making the playoffs is first and foremost. But it it doesn't pay to put all your money in your top six. Like right. Everyone talks about having a great no. top six and spending all this money, and Ottawa's got a big decision to make with Dabrinkit this summer. And you watch what's going on right now it's depth that wins in the playoffs so i i think that's a much bigger decision than people think and just look at the panthers look at carolina look at look at a guy like dadnoff right now for the dallas stars what he's right. doing i know pete DeBoer must have some magic elixir that he knows dadnoff likes so he's getting them to play because he wasn't playing like this before and how about Derek Stepan yeah. for 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 Carolina? He wasn't playing like this before. So, um, how good is Chandler Stevenson? Oh, mm. hey, where, oh. where did he? Dude, this guy's a player. In, he he I, got traded for a fifth round pick. I watched him in the playoffs like uh, a couple years ago. He was always on the outside. He didn't go to traffic. Now the guy's fearless. It has to be the stoner man. effect. The stoner effect I, too, I, though. Right? Like play, he's got yeah, stone. Yeah. Like it, that just goes to show you, guys that make ten mil or whatever Stoner makes, what's the best? What's the most important thing? It's not scoring goals. It's making guys around you better. Like Stoner, yeah. You play with Stone, you're going to yeah. be a star. Yeah. Just ask Zach yeah. Smith. Yeah. Ask Colin White. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Right? Did you play Pager. with him, Bob? Did you, did you yeah. ever have Stoner on your line? So they would never leave us together because both of us were right-handed guys. Right. So they would always put one of us on the off wing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. they'd be like, um, we, we are way too loaded on one line to, to do that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were, we were good together. That guy, that guy's unbelievable, man. Um, he's, yeah. 
he's not i shouldn't say that um i think Getzloff would be the best person that i've ever played with but stoner would be right there like yeah like, and not far off yeah yeah what okay so i watched just... i got my own i got my own thoughts on stoner but you having played with him seen him he's not a great skater like what what is it is, is it just his hockey sense in your opinion yeah, he's just, he might be the most cerebral player that I've played with. Like, he's never, he's never below the puck. He's always above it. He always reloads. He just always, and I think there's a luck component to it. When you're, when you're that good and the puck just finds you that many times, you're like, okay, is he just mm -hmm. lucky? But he's not, he's just always in the right spot, man. He's just always above the puck. He's always reloading. He's yeah. always, and, and like, he doesn't. He doesn't have good hands. He doesn't have a good shot. There's nothing about Stoner that is, uh, is sexy. <laughs> there really isn't. There's not. Um, he'll he'll tell you the same thing. But he just, he's. I think he's the best player that I've ever played with that has a nose for the puck. It just finds it, and the puck just finds just, him. He just joined uh, my golf club, so when I see him, whenever he comes home, the summer, no. like, so Bob, no, says don't tell him. Suck. You're a bad skater. You're, but he thinks you're. He but, still thinks you're unbelievable. But but yeah, we'll uh, still laugh. Stopped, you're, you're making nine five, so the joke's on us. <laughs> yeah, tax it's free. Tax -free. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Uh, oh man, well, I love watching. We'll him. bring him on and play that clip for him. It'll um, <laughs> be the last time we see Mark. But Mark Stone also has like a twelve foot stick, so that helps too. Hey, and then okay, yeah. then he's got. I remember I went and did a Sens Columbus game and I was in and I, I I love looking at guys sticks. I love seeing what guys use for their sticks. I actually got a Kucherov story about that in a sec. So I grabbed the knob that Stone has on the end of his stick. Like it's this big beefy it looks yeah. like the thing it looks like the thing it you looks use like a microphone. <laughs> yeah, wow, or the or, or the or the sticky <laughs> stick you use to put the to rub the uh to make your stick uh, sticky, but man, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe the size of this thing. I'm like, how the hell do you use it? I just I just I've always done it and it's weird, but uh yeah, no. Hey, one time I was doing a game, this is a quick story here. This is why I don't like Kucherov. I was doing a I was doing a game <laughs> And I go into Tampa's dressing room and Stamkos is there with like 20 guys around. I'm just getting peppered with questions and there for 20 minutes. I go over after I go to Stammer. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Five minutes. Great stuff. We chat, get some stuff for the broadcast. And then it's the year Kucherov was heating up. He was scoring all those goals on the one timers. So I go over to him. I'm like, hey, Cooch. Uh, first of all, he doesn't even look up. He looks at the ground the whole time. Not even looking up, so I'm yeah. like, Cooch, just want to know uh, what, what kind of stick you're using. Which, which I go, what's your flex? Still won't look up at me. Then all of a sudden he grunts out, one twenty, and laughs. I'm like, shut up. I go, you don't use a one twenty stick. Still no eye contact. Still not talking. So then he's like, yeah. He says to me in his Russian accent, check my rack. So I set off. Check my rack. I go out, I go out and I look, and it's like a 100. But what a dink! Like, there's one guy, Stamkos, talking, being like, I know he's the captain. And you, it's a, one thing being an ex player, and when I played, whenever somebody came into the room, no, even no matter if it's a reporter, just show a little respect, don't be a dink. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, okay, great player, but uh, I after after. 
anyways, after I was in the bar talking to some guys, talking to some of the ex, um, the ex Tampa guys, they all said the same thing. But anyhow, they ended up winning the Stanley Cup, and <laughs> he was the hero. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's funny. Uh, he's the reason I still don't have a toenail on my big toe. Oh, did he chop? Did he chop you? Yeah, yeah. He, well, no, he he blew a one timer off of it, and I remember. You know, you know how like they tell you not to untie your skate or whatever, because like to yeah, obviously Pressure. just just leave it. For whatever reason, you know how it gets better over time. I'm like, this is not getting better. Something's getting worse, and. I remember we finally took my skate off at the end and my toenail was about this big, like it, and I still don't have one. Still have no big toe. <laughs> Never grew back. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so every you, time I literally, every time I take my pants off, I'm like, damn it, cooch. <laughs> I don't know. From that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. people are now going to take the video of every time I take my pants off, damn it, cooch <laughs> is going to be just a me. Damn a it. Mean cooch. Alan. And this is why you don't um, block shots, ERP. <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> Finally, Bobby Ryan and I have something in common: is I don't have What's a that? toenail on my big toe either. Why not? No. What happened to you? You got no, a good story? Uh, it got, I got crushed when I was working at Canadian Tire. They set the pallet down that had like a ton of water salt, <laughs> and I pull, pulled my shoe out, and it took off my two toenails at the top, and then uh, it would never grow back right, so they had to permanently remove it. I have so a great Polaroid of it. It's it the only broken bone. Sideways, right? For me and anyway. So where the pallet came across it, it would grow with an indent. So I had to have Ooh. it, after like three years, I had to have it removed. So, yeah. Yeah. so ever since, ever anyway. since you've been bitter, ever since you've been bitter. It was probably before that, um, but that didn't help. <laughs> I got, I, I got 31 stitches and a broken toe from Canadian Tire and a missing toenail. Ah. That was how I... Yeah. Uh, okay, finally. Oh, oh those are mine. <laughs> Yorkie's toes. <laughs> those are horrendous. Oh what is that? The viewers. Oh, are you selling those dode. pictures? That's called the. That's the dode toe. I, I inherited <laughs> those. I what inherited is that? Those, I inherited, you have webbed feet. I, inher <laughs> I inherited those toes from my from my grandmother dode. They're called the dode toe. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, it skips it. Okay, it skips the generation. That's those, those guys skip a, mile, a generation. A mile a minute. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Aquaman. He's, he's great in the dolphin spin. Uh, all right. Uh, I just got word that last night's NHL game just ended, which is what it feels like uh, in these playoffs. Is that all four games in the conference finals have gone to overtime, um, including Game One of the Panther? Uh, sorry, the Panthers Canes. Um, before I get to you guys playing in overtime games, uh, is Matthew Kachuk not making, I guess, the biggest flex of all of scoring the OT winner and then walking off the ice? Uh, he tried his best, but he didn't walk it off. You got If you're going to walk it off, you have to commit to it, and he did not do that. Um, <laughs> you he wanted to make sure everybody credit, was coming with zero him. Zero credit for pointing. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. But <laughs> bet... I'll tell you what, best Yorkie, one of the best things that I've ever seen. Um, do you remember you remember Sheldon Brookbank? Yeah, yeah I, I played, played with him. Oh, no, no Wade played, played with Wade. I played with his bro. Oh, Wade, yeah. okay. So Sheldon might be one of my favorite players of all time um, and people. Just one of the best guys. But I'll never forget we played in the him, 
and then Sean Thornton, and I think it was Dan Carcillo um, during the lockout. We're all doing the thing, you know, uh, charity, celebrity games, whatever. He scored a goal with 40 seconds left, did not wave to a single person, just went over, flipped the stick upside down, popped it down, and walked off the ice. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> there was no waving. There was nothing. He just literally got off the ice. I thought it was the best celebration I've ever seen. It wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and like, oh, it's, it's it. one thing if it, you know, a guy that scores goals or whatever, but for him, he scored a goal and just kept going. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I I loved Kachuk's line, though. After he got interviewed, he goes, he called it the old bus and 10, boys. <laughs> Gotta take the bus and 10. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. For, people, for people listening that don't understand that, everyone's always, but, when you get off the ice, they write on the board oh. when the bus is leaving. So Kachuk yep. is saying it's leaving in 10 minutes. Let's go. He called his own shot there. I, yeah. I can appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I would hear that all the bus room. Bus game interviews. Yeah. So bus and ten, long time like too. Crosby. Yeah, bus and ten, two thirty-five, two thirty-five in the morning, guys. Is that insane? Oh, God, two thirty-five. Because he, I think he said it in an interview. He's like, I'm really looking forward to catching the two thirty-five bus or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, late night. Just to remind, <laughs> Wade Brookbank was in the Sens organization. He uh, just never hey. played for Ottawa. He played in Binghamton. Do you know? Uh, you know Wade. Do you know Wade. Do you know Wade. Do you know Wade, Bob? No, no. One I've, of the I've toughest. Heard he's a absolute beauty, though. <laughs> oh, like just like great guy and great fighter. Like really good fighter. Yeah. Awesome human I, being. Love that guy. I think um, Sheldon is one of my favorite people of all time. I absolutely yeah. love that guy. Sheldon Bro Sheldon Brookbank is. <laughs> I think he's coaching, isn't he? I don't know. Oh, look at I, I remember. Know. Uh, well, I remember he was he was an assistant coach in Chicago, and I was skating off the ice, and I looked over one time, and I was like, "What are you doing behind the bench? <laughs> in no world should you be back there." Uh, in Grand in Grand Rapids, Wade Brookbank of the AH, the AHL before they moved to Binghamton had three hundred and thirty seven penalty minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, he could throw him. Touch, eh? Yes, to touch. Um, all right, so uh, I looked up your both your playoff histories of uh, to see how long you guys have played in overtime games. Um, it, uh, Bobby, you played in a uh, triple overtime, uh, and Yorkie, you played in a double OT. I don't want to bring up the double OT because it's a typical Boston or sorry uh, Buffalo win uh, back mm -hmm. on April twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. Miro Shatan ended it. For do you uh and then bobby you played 32 minutes uh triple overtime a game against oh now i don't remember who the you'll be able to tell me that's right uh but todd marchant oh yeah todd marchant yeah. scored the winner okay 32 minutes your career high uh t-bone <laughs> you do come here at yeah. the end and hop into the pile I, it's the only video i could find of you am i in uh, the mix right there yeah, there you there go. He there is. Yeah, 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 yeah. One nine. Uh, what Somebody do you get the bird in the air. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I remember? About, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I remember about this is that we flew home. I played thirty whatever minutes. Flew home that night, 
Um, and I had to skate the next. There's Brookbank, and I had to skate the next day. <laughs> me, me, Ooh, and the why? healthy scratches. Imagine because Randy Carlos put douche. Um, (laughs) (laughs) your skates were probably still wet, eh? The next morning, putting on wet skates, it was disgusting, dude. And then he made me, he literally made me skate the next day with the black cases. I I, I don't understand. You were the were you the only regular? Oh, by far the only regular, yeah, yeah. It was me. I don't understand. I think I was on the ice with like George Peros and the black aces, and um. Yeah, zero reason to be skating, but yeah, I skated 40 minutes. I'll never forget it. I, I skated 40 minutes on Monday. How much? Uh, what year was that? What I, was the year again? Look at, look at Rob Niedermeyer. That's 2008, maybe? Rob Niedermeyer trying to say I, he tipped it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's 2009. It was me. Yeah, um, oh, yeah May 3rd, 2009. <laughs> By the way, just for people who wonder, because it uh, it went, half. I think, halfway through that inter- that period. Uh, Chris Pronger played 46-21, and then your line mates, Perry, 38-06, and Ryan Getzlaff, 38-59. Um, yeah. A lot of minutes logged. So what's it I like? I 32. Yeah, 32. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Skate skate the next day. <laughs> oh, boy. Skate it the next day. What man. do you? Flew home. <laughs> Flew home. Five-hour flight, <sighs> and then he made me come in. Fucking so here's the and here's the thing too here's the thing you remember we talked about this before when you fly home from anaheim you land at lax then you take an hour bus ride to the to the honda center then you get your then you got to bring unpack your or no you trainers do that but then you go to your house with 20 minute drive so you tack on so you're not in your bed till four in the morning i was gonna say it was like it it was like a three thirty four o'clock in the morning because that was a five o'clock game um yeah and i still had to skate the next day i'll never i'll never forget it man i will never forget that did, <laughs> did you ask it, why it was the, it, no you never ask why but i'll never forget the trainers were like handing me my gear and they're like what is happening right now <laughs> like, <laughs> like to the point where they're like okay the black aces are over there and i'm the only one getting dressed in our actual physical locker room and they're what just looking do, around so? this guy played 30 something why did he hate you so much? He doesn't hate you. He just hate, he hates young guys. You know? <laughs> 46 shifts, <laughs> six shots yeah. on goal, one assist. Yeah. You were even. It's like it's a good night. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh. understand. And I and I skated the um, next day, Yorkie. <laughs> so, you know, we were so okay, so we were we were talking about this before that we got on the show. They're they're that that old school mentality in the game of of it was always you work harder work 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 harder uh if if things aren't going well work harder and you just if when you're in a slump practice harder be on the ice longer and that i don't know when that changed when that changed like five well obviously guy boucher rest is a weapon but now like i did we have mandated um time off back then when did that come in no, where you had to get no, so I, many I, days off. I was gonna say that was the middle of my career. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel me. like yeah. it was the lo- after the lockout in 2012-13. I was gonna say the only reason I'll rem- <clears throat> excuse me, I'll I'll never forget that because Randy Carlis, you guys want four days off a week or four days off a month? <laughs> like you're gonna give me six days. You're gonna give me six actual days, and then seven is gonna be uh, you know, a full day off. But he used to absolutely abuse it, man. 
just crush us. Uh, you guys, you guys want your four days off a month? Watch this. <laughs> oh. Hey, 2016, 17, it was brought in the bye week. So okay. when I, when I first came into the league, you used to be able to have training camp days last as long as the team wanted. And I remember oh. when the NH, I remember because we would, you would go to the rink and you'd be on the ice in the morning, come back in the afternoon. And then the rule came in when you're only allowed at the rink for a maximum of three hours. So I remember guys three, on our yeah. team would have yeah. to watch. Guys would have to watch it. Okay, we're arriving at the rink right now. <laughs> three hour timers on. <laughs> guys would be watching it. And then practice would be going on like guys. Hey, three hour rule. Guys, we got to get out of here. It was so funny because like that. They we used, used to, to laugh. Like, yeah. York, you'll, you'll laugh at this because it would be like uh, you have practice and then you have a game, right? On the three hour day or whatever during camp. So you have practice, game, and then it would always say conditioning and then in question marks, uh, in quotations, scary, <laughs> optional. And I was like, is anybody going to take the option? Because that's what they would put down because that was over three hours or whatever. But I'm like, I'm, I'm, I just wanted to be the one person that saw somebody walk off and say, oh, it's optional. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there was ever a team it would have been like scott niedermeyer or whatever but um nobody nobody ever walked <laughs> off i would i would love to have seen somebody just say hey three hours and 12 minutes i'm out <laughs> uh, <laughs> see you later That's the best gig see you later okay. bye <laughs> um i just i, I want to know what you guys do in the intermissions to try and stay energized when the oh game is going God. that late because there's no food around right there's no it's tough to get pizzas in and all that stuff. Like what is going on, especially, uh, Bobby, you're sitting in the second intermission going into the third. It's getting late. You guys are tired. What's, uh, what's it like? I remember, um, that one in particular, I remember I was like, don't sit down because like, once you sit down, you're kind of, you know, you're, you're, you mentally shift. Um, that one, I remember I stood up. I was like, I have to just continuously stand. I have to continuously stand. I think I had like two or three apples and oranges or whatever. Um, and that was, I remember being so physically hungry um, for that one. But it was like, do you have the pizza? I, I don't know if Yorkie, you did that or not. But I, I was like, I'm staying away from the pizza. Like, I want to come back in here yeah. starving. Um, yeah, yeah. But I do remember game seven um of double overtime against the penguins chris schwartz was like you need to like you know schwartz was basically feeding me pizza he was like you have to get this down you have to get this down because you're playing a lot of minutes right now so it, it's just all hit or miss it's just based on how you feel that day or whatever but uh i remember one trying to be hungry and then another one trying to be full just just based on the day you know yeah i never yeah i couldn't eat a pizza during a game could, couldn't do it. Um, yeah. But I had, I, I had, I had a severe sweating problem. I was the guy. You did after like, oh my god! Like I, I wore the. Uh, so I'd have to take my socks off after every period, and I could literally. Oh. You know when you, you know when you take a towel and you wring it out, and the water comes dripping out of your socks. Like, it was crazy. I you played, were that even, guy? even. Oh my god! The gloves had to be dried like halfway through the period. I'm trainers were throwing gloves back to me they're too wet but my skates especially when these weren't even overtime games when i was playing in anaheim i had to get holes drilled in the bottom of my skates so the water could come out 
I would change my oh skates my every period. Go to my go to my backup pair. Go to the other pair. Cause that rink was hot, man. The the, the Honda Center is hot. Oh my Ice God, is Honda, shit. Yeah. yeah. Ice is terrible. Um, Always. And I just yeah. remember, like you just, I lost thirteen pounds one night playing in there. I came in after the game that, and I yeah. was so I was so tired. Like you know, when you're uh, dehydrated, your ears are blocked, you can't hear. And I was stupid too. I I was I was one of those guys that only drank water. I was only drank water because I thought the sugars and the Gatorade would like make you I don't know slow you down. And the trainer, no, oh, you got to have this. You got to have this. No, no, I don't want the sugar. But now you like you need the sugar. You need it. But no wonder I was losing thirteen pounds a game. Yeah, I started the game. I started the game at like a buck ninety five or something. I finished like in the one eighties. It was crazy, like nuts. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I never had that problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, Do you know what the most no, you count, lost in weight? Calories during the game. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, hey, some guys, some guys, some of the some of the chubby guys are like, "How the hell am I gaining weight?" Because you'd have to weigh in sometimes. Like guys are gaining a pound after the game. <laughs> like, oh wow. man. Yeah. I played for Carlisle. We used to have to weigh in every single day. Every single oh, day. So, so dumb. My record's 14 pounds, Wally. 14 pounds in a game I lost. Wow. I heard Bobrovsky lost 19 in that uh, one of those double overtime games he played. And I heard it was really? like close to 19 pounds. Yeah. Like I heard they, like they were getting concerned about him. Wow. What were you going to um, ask me? For both of you, like when it's into double overtime, triple overtime, do you feel it on the ice or does the energy level still sustain you? Hey, Yorkie, you can you can actually attest to this because I remember like I actually remember that game in particular. I remember going out there and you're like, just call it a 50-50 shift. Just trade a chance give a chance and just get out of there like just whatever you know get a chance go the other end give one up and get off <laughs> Someone, something's gotta give i but, just wanted um, my equipment to be i just wanted my gear to be dry i'm like ah oh, slippery gloves just don't screw up this pass <laughs> like, yeah i'm like taking a stride and my socks are sloppy inside my skates i was more i was just i was all about staying dry that was my main concern I remember lining up next to Pavel, and I'm like, Pav, one of us has to get this done, buddy. <laughs> what did he say? He just, did, he just, did he just grunt at you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, Bobby. So, hey, Z, Zetterberg, hey, Z, just, you know, you get one or I'll get one. Just somebody's got to get it done here <laughs> so we can all go home. Oh. <laughs> uh, Yorkie, did you do something to your skates? Uh Due to your issue of profusely sweating? Yes, I told you. I had to get the trainers drilled holes in the bottom of my CCM, whatever, tax, so the water could funnel out uh, through the through the holes. That's unreal. It was, cra I've never heard it was that crazy. It was crazy. My skates, the one, we, we played one game in Anaheim, and I put my skate over after the game, and water was coming out. It was crazy. Oh, my goodness. You should seek medical attention. And I had the and I had the heavy and I used the heavy ICM blades too. Like those are heavy to begin with. Like just yeah, big lead feet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, last question before we go. Does either uh, Dallas 
or Carolina come back in this series, in their series, I should say? Mm. I, I don't know, Yorkie. Um, no, no, not to me, no. Yeah. I think Florida's a done deal. I still, man, Dallas, Dallas deserved to win. They should have won that last yeah. game. I thought I thought Vegas only had ten shots through two and a half periods. I thought Dallas got a little unlucky. It's pretty crazy too, because you'd think in these tight, low scoring games that they'd have the advantage with Ottinger. But uh man, the, the Vegas has got an unreal goaltending by their from is he third or fourth string goalie that they have they've got in there right now? Like it, so it's, it's not so big anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no idea anymore. I, I think it, I would say if one team could do it, probably Dallas that they haven't lost at home yet, right? That's the one difference. Like you still, you still haven't lost the series till you've lost at home. So I'll give Dallas True. a chance, a yep. slight, a slight chance. But Carolina's lost both at home; they're done. Yeah. And Matthew and Matthew Kachuk's on a mission. He's on a goddamn mission right now. Him yeah, and Sam a, Bennett. Yeah. Like he's about how? Um, yeah. Right, right, right. Like right now, if I'm a GM, I'm like, how do I get a Sam Bennett on my team? Like this guy. Yeah is yeah. prototypical playoff player like running guys over he's not afraid just freaking looks like he's just you just do whatever it takes yeah i think if i'm a gm I'm trying to get carter carter verhage for 1.5 oh <laughs> hey yeah hmm. how, how play, good how good is he right there 1.5 or whatever it is this, i mean he's gonna make eight million bucks next year how clutch is that guy Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And like we talk about Drake Batherson and you know the the way that he makes plays in tight, but Carter Verhage might be the best guy in the league for one point five million bucks. Hey Bob, and and you know what I love about him? Because we talk about all this time in, in the playoffs, there's no space. If you're a perimeter yeah. if you're a perimeter if you're a perimeter player and you do everything on the outside, you ain't scoring in the playoffs. Verhage, yeah. he's like Gumby. He's he's in the he's like in the he's in the corner. He's getting squished. Somehow he like gets out of it. Puck's still on his stick. Somehow he gets a shot, and somehow it goes in. He's the worm like, man. He's, he's the... He just finds a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. yeah. He like he he contorts his body how to get away from checks and stuff. But he's he's talk about man, this like he's just fuck. How good is Anthony Duclair right now? Oh, <laughs> so fast, man unbelievable the jump this guy has right now yeah so yeah he was a scratch i, I like him in round I, one yeah yeah that's scary isn't so, it yeah he's one of their best that's, players that just night. sent that message right like hey yeah because they weren't i don't remember florida playing great uh, forgive me uh, early on in that series when they scratched him it'd be like yeah he wasn't playing very well and then they put him back in and he's been very good but carter yeah. verhage for those who don't know signed as a free agent by uh, Florida three years ago. He was well, he out of a uh, years, 1.5 a year, I think, right? Yeah. He's so good. And then he went on to score 18 goals in 43 games, and it was 24 in last, or this year, 42 goals. When did I we, remember, uh, uh, when did, sorry, go ahead. Tyler, Tyler Johnson, who's, you know, one of my, one of my close personal friends was like, watch, watch this guy. He's going to light it up. Really? Because he was, on, he was on Tampa Bay's fourth line. Yeah. When they won, yeah. I don't know. You and Ty, I, I didn't know. I didn't know he's going to make eight million bucks next year. I didn't know you and Tyler Johnson were, were tight. 
Where does that uh, relationship stem from? Uh, Gaza Ranch, Idaho. Oh, okay. He's, is yeah, he still yeah, there? Yeah. Uh, he's still there, yeah, yeah. But yeah, one of my closest friends. Yeah, what a player he was, eh? On that, on that, on that triplet line with Kucherov. Yeah, yeah, they were and Palat. That was the year they didn't win, right? It was him and was it Pally? Palat, yeah, yeah, the triplets. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we'll get Tyler on. Yeah, hell of a player. Only if he sheds light on your life. (laughs) All right, man. I'm not going to book Tyler. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's seen a, he's seen a couple of good ones. <laughs> hey, hey, Wally, by the way, didn't we discuss yeah. the Florida Panthers? Like when we were talking about which team's going to make the playoffs and who to watch out for, like watch out if this, this team's yes. getting in and then, yeah. yes. Who was that? Was that and me? People... It was no, you. It was probably Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People. He doesn't. doesn't want to acknowledge. doesn't want to acknowledge hey, that. Uh, Alex, do we have the uh, round three uh, Botano board uh, to put up? I'll just that make a point. Uh, oh, oh. Who was talking about it three months ago? <laughs> um, you were. Okay, but somebody didn't pick them in round three. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. It's four, <laughs> three months. Four, four. My goodness. The playoffs is like, pure bullshit luck. It's luck. <laughs> I see. So so you went from the smartest man in hockey to pure bullshit luck is what you're now saying. No, it's all Yorkie. about forecast. What's up? You, do you guys think that are the, are, are the cats going to win the cup? <laughs> sure looks like it. The cats might win the I, cup, boys. Oh, God. I know. Hey, remember playing in that that not long ago that league in the middle of sorry that 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 team that has a a uh, what's the name of florida's rink it's like named after a, a car rental place isn't sunrise it? what no it's called the sun it's in sunrise it was used to, used to be enterprise yeah. bbnd it, it used to be yes. uh it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't long ago that you were going in there and you could hear a florida live fla live in a game that was the worst place to go play. No atmosphere, no buzz. You go to a game there now, it is rocking. I went to a playoff game there last year. One of the best, one of the best atmospheres I've been in, in for a rink. I brought my two boys to uh, one of the games in the playoffs. I'm like, holy shit, this is is this really Florida? And if they win the cup, like, man, I, I think it's great for the league that, it's, that, that this is going on. I, I played in the least attended game in NHL history. It was Halloween there, Yorkie, probably five years ago. I'll never forget it. It was a Monday night or a Tuesday night, and I was sitting around, and we're you know in the second period, and you get the TV timeout and everything buzzing, and I go, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> like, what? like so, Somebody owes me a couple bucks just for, just for being in this game right now. Um, but it was the least attended game of all time. I'll never forget because Thomas Shabbat skated over and goes, this is horrible. This is not the NHL. <laughs> and it was all, it was all snowbirds too, right? It was all snowbirds, but it was, it was it's probably all sense fans. It was probably all sense been, fans. Might've been 4,000 people there. It's, it's crazy. And that wasn't long ago. <laughs> no, it was only, it was only three, four years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, I was uh 
Yeah, I was there last year in the playoffs, and my boys just had a riot. Like, it was loud. I know it was the playoffs, and I know people come to the playoffs, but they're going to get some huge traction from this for, for, for years to come. Like, it's it's good to see. Did you play that you game? find it, Wally? No. I don't have a... Anyway, unless they moved Halloween. Uh, I don't have a... 11 it was close 31. to Halloween. It, was, it might not have been on there's the 31st, a, but it was. There's an 1128, uh, 2014, but that's got, a, well, you know what? Oh, here's the problem is that uh, they would announce the ticket sold or whatever, right? So not necessarily yeah. people in the stands. It says 9,700. Um, and I'm going to guess it's probably about, yeah. yeah, three or four. Yeah. I'll never, yeah, uh, was, all right, gentlemen, um, yeah. it's perfect attendance for us today. It was a sellout. So congratulations on that. So I appreciate you guys both <laughs> being here. So uh, we will see you uh, Thursday, if you will. Uh, enjoy your golf this afternoon. Bobby, I hope you can fix the driver, okay? We'll get it figured out. See you, boys. Thanks, boy. Straight down the middle. Good day. Take care. <laughs> see ya. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.